0: Welcome to 7 Questions About Death. I'm Beth Janssen. Most people are pretty uncomfortable talking about death. I hope this program can help to change that and make death a more natural topic of conversation. Today's guest is Dawn. Dawn works
1: at a cafe. Death to me is like Christmas. It's like opening presents and and finding out what it's all about. Question one.
0: What do you believe happens to a person's consciousness or spirit after the
1: body dies? I've given this a lot of thought and... Nothing gets me more excited and gets my imagination going than this question. And without a doubt, I believe that when we die, um, it's just a transformation of energy back to our natural state. I believe that we're in this body for just a short time. It's a vessel. I believe that we just go into another dimension.
0: Have you developed a belief system about what happens right at the time of death?
1: Right at the time of death, I believe that we leave our bodies and that we actually do look down on our bodies or look at our bodies. I've heard uh, several stories from my friends and family. Um, In particular, my mom, she was in the hospital for, I think it was pneumonia. She has COPD, and she got the flu, and she had to go to the hospital, and she went into code blue. I believe that's, you know, where everybody comes in, and they try to resuscitate her. But while they were doing that, she was at the nurse's station asking them to turn up the heat because she was cold. And when she looked back into her room, she saw herself in the room and they were trying to, you know, save her life. So, I believe in that moment she left her body and looked back on it. And I believe that the spirit comes out of the body and we look back at it. And then travel to a new dimension? And then, yes, we would travel to a new dimension. I haven't died or had a near-death experience (laughs) yet. But, you know, our loved ones on the other side meet us and they take us into the light.
0: Have you always believed this?
1: I've always believed this, always. From a young child, I've always asked myself, where did I come from? How big is the universe? What happens when I die? Where will I go? And I've been asking this question always, and through my spiritual journey, and talking to so many people and gathering lots of evidence and information, without a doubt, 100%, we leave our bodies and go back home, home to where we came from. Mm. I belong also to a spiritualist church called St. Bridges. Mm-hmm. And been very fortunate to work with uh, mediums and psychics. I've had lots of my loved ones come forward and communicate with me. I always tell people you have to to see it to believe it. You have to experience it to believe it. And when I experience my loved ones who have passed over and they describe their lives and, and themselves to me, then I know that it's them. That the spirit continues. That the spirit continues. I just had a reading a couple weeks ago. Um, my best friend's aunt is uh, a powerful uh, psychic medium and my uncle came through and he described his life to me and I knew right away it was him and he also remarked and commented on things in my life that I knew to be true Mm -hmm. and I knew that it was him so I was really glad that uh, he had come through. Mm. It sounds like a really positive experience. Yeah it was and uh, you know I've had grandmas come through uh, always grandmas. Gra- lots of grandmas come through. Question
0: two Have you ever been present when someone else's life ended?
1: I have not been present when someone else's life has ended. I would like to think that I would, you know, be cool as a cucumber, but until it happens, I'm not sure how I would react. Uh, It would be a deep honor to be there as they were reborn Mm. into the afterlife. But as for actually being there, no, I haven't been. I think I would maybe want to start off with a pet first. (laughs) Maybe be there, you know, for my cat. I hope your cat is not
0: on the verge of that
1: happening. No, we got another good solid four years. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) But... You know, I love her so much. I'd like to be there when she passed over. Mm -hmm. And once again, we also have our pets and our uh, favorite animals and friends around us at all times, too. I would like to also do some volunteer work for the Pilgrim. What's Um, that? The Pilgrim is a end-of-life hospice. Mm. And I'd like to volunteer and uh, spend time with people as they pass over. Mm -hmm. A lot of people, you know, don't have anybody to be with them. Mm. So that's something I'd like to do. I've also talked to lots of people, like nurses, and I and, uh, had a friend come in. She works at the Serenity Funeral Home. Mm. And I always ask people if they feel spirit around them mm-hmm. when someone passes over, and mm-hmm. they do. They feel a stroke on their cheek or tingling in their hair.
0: In the job that you do, People talk to you a lot. Rather, That's right. You have an opportunity to connect with people from a lot of different
1: areas of life. That's right. I work in a uh, cafe, and it's a busy cafe, and I'm a very curious and inquisitive person, so I'm always asking questions. What do you do, and, and uh, how do you like your job, and, and then so if you're a nurse or a doctor, I always ask, can you feel when the spirit, you know, crosses over? And I have a lot of seniors too. I have a seniors home uh, right across from the cafe. And uh, that's interesting perspective because I talk to the elderly and, and they share with me their thoughts about the end of life coming up for them and, and their fears. And some of them are ready to go and some of them don't want to go. So mm. uh, some of them have their loved ones also on the other side and, uh, you know, partners. Some of their spouses they've been married to for, you know, 40, 50 years. So I get all types of perspective on, on death. Mm. One thing that comes to mind is nobody's afraid to die or to go to the other side. It's how they will die.
0: I've noticed that trend in the people that I talk to as well. It's the circumstances and pain that is uh, intimidating.
1: Yes, it's intimidating and... Uh, I find it quite fascinating that human beings have something built inside them that we go on living every day without, you know, thinking about the possibility that our lives could end at any moment. By rights, we should all be freaking out because, <laughs> because we're mortal. We're not going to live forever. And we don't know when. We all have a time. When your number's up, that's it. hmm But we live our lives like we're never going to die. Mm-hmm. So we must come here with some sort of built-in mechanism that keeps us from freaking out.
0: Some people are freaking out. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, there are some people that are freaking out. And I admit that when I was in my 20s, I freaked out a lot about it.
1: Yes, you know, but that would keep you and keep people from living their lives and fulfilling their journeys and, and learning their lessons. I'm glad you've worked through that or... oh yeah, yeah yeah well yeah or you'd never leave your bedroom <laughs> you <know>? yeah absolutely <laughs> we would all stay in our bedrooms <laughs> forever
0: yeah and unfortunately some people do do that as well but mm-hmm. yeah there's a lot
1: of different ways yeah but also it's kind of it's kind of intriguing or how will i die
0: question three Have you ever experienced communication from someone who is no longer alive in the physical world? Or have you wondered if you were receiving communication from someone who has passed on?
1: Well, without a doubt, I have received lots of communication from the other side. And for me, it comes through my technology, like my radio or uh, maybe the TV. Oh, tell
0: me more about that.
1: Well, I get up pretty early, and for me, I communicate with Spirit around five or six o'clock in the morning, Mm -hmm. and I was having my coffee in my chair, and I have a light uh, that's clipped over my bed for reading, and uh, it had flickered, and then I laughed, and I, you know, I said to Spirit, you're going to have to do it again. I said, once isn't enough for me, and uh, it, it did, it flickered again. And then I was, you know, I'm always in awe when I get communication from the other side because it's surreal. It's like, did I just imagine that? And then maybe two minutes later, my printer went off. And my printer, uh, it didn't go off. It turned on my printer. And uh, it was getting ready to print. But it didn't print because if it did, (laughs) I would be in the loony bin. (laughs) Yes, yes. And then I've also had um, had cupboard doors open. Hmm. I had an aunt pass over, and I asked her to leave me a sign when she gets there. And I came home, and the cupboard above the stove was open. And I don't leave cupboards open before I go to work. But then I thought, you know, you never know. I had even stretched the cat up to see if the cat was capable of <laughs> opening the cupboard. But she was short. She couldn't reach it. And then about a week and a half later, I came home and another cup of door was open. Hmm. I don't get scared. I just, I'm just in awe. Hmm. And I appreciate that too, because it takes a lot of energy to be able to physically move things in this, in this realm. Do you get other forms of communication? Other forms of communication. Images or messages in Um, your... Well, I have a very busy, busy hyper mind, so they would have a hard time. Uh, getting any sort of message through to me Uh, but when I practice meditation and I clear my mind I'll ask for an image and that takes practice um, understanding that image and believing that that's what the image is. I'm pretty sure you know there's some things I'm going to have to ask about when I get there. (laughs) Because one time I got up to go take a shower and I wasn't feeling well. And in my mind, I was like, I should drink some of that dandelion root tea. It was just a thought. And then when I came out of the shower, I went up to the cupboard and I couldn't find it. And I looked everywhere, even looked in the fridge. It's like, where is it? And I turned around and it was on my kitchen table. And I swear I never pulled it out of the cupboard. Mm. I mean, that's kind of a doozy one. Like, it's hard to believe. Mm
0: -hmm. But I have
1: no absolute recollection of reaching up and grabbing the tea. A, because the tea doesn't taste that good. So I really have to make a solid decision (laughs) before I commit to it. That's
0: funny. That's very interesting.
1: But yeah, I'll have to to ask about that one.
0: And you have... A lot of experience with getting messages through
1: mediums. Yes, I've done lots of work with mediums.
0: Is there any story that you would like to tell that was particularly impactful in your life?
1: Well, I'll talk about my last reading. I get them about every five years. And a reading is basically just a snapshot of where you're at in your life. Um, a reading I had 10 years ago may not apply to, to what's going on today because life's always changing. Something I took from my last one, I asked if uh, I was on the right track, like as far as my goals go. And and then we talked about my role at the cafe. And I've worked in restaurants and I've managed, and but this job's different. And I had confirmation from spirit that this job is a spiritual job more than it is an actual job. I provide space and I provide community and I provide comfort and basically I provide space for for seniors and for people to come and uh, talk to other people and talk to me and you know I'm their only contact for a lot of them for the day.
0: It's a very welcoming space because of you.
1: Yes thank you very much and um, I'm so honored and touched because I've made so many friends I've impacted so many lives and I kind of thought that's what I did but then um, through my reading and it was confirmed.
0: Oh, that's really wonderful. Must be, It feel so good. It
1: feels so good, and it uh, inspires me to keep going. Yeah, I got that from the reading, confirmation that uh, I'm in the right role now, career-wise. Excuse me, but was that from your uncle? No. Oh, no, that was um, from Spirit. I don't know who it was from. Oh, okay. Yes, that was so, Spirit Guide. Mm-hmm. Spirit, I don't know who it was, but yes, they were just giving me confirmation. My uncle had come through as well. He said that uh, he was really proud of me for Aww. accomplishing my goals and for overcoming the obstacles that that I've overcome. That's really nice to hear. Yeah, yeah, and then he was really proud of me and uh, and to keep on doing a good job. Mm. Yeah, I love getting readings. You know, it really reminds you of uh, the big picture mm-hmm. and why we're here.
0: Mm. Yeah. Thanks for talking about mm-hmm.
1: that. You're
0: listening to CJSR. FM in Edmonton. You're listening to 7 Questions About Death. I'm Beth Janssen. If you'd like to be interviewed or if you have a comment about the show, please get in touch. My email is 7 at gmail.com The 7 is the number 7. Question four. Who do you want to be with you when you die, and what circumstances would you choose if you could choose them for your death?
1: My circumstances would definitely be just in your sleep, as an old lady, a good cardiac heart attack, cardiac arrest heart attack would be a good one, it would go fast. <laughs> uh, Carbon monoxide. Uh, but that's suicide. Oh no! But not what if do you, you mean? have a leak in your house. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, carbon monoxide leak. <laughs> when you're old? When I'm old? And nobody has to be with me. Mm. No, I feel surrounded all the time. So, I don't know. In my sleep, nobody has to be around me. Mm-hmm. Short and sweet. Short and sweet.
0: Question five. How do you feel about the fact that you will die? Are you afraid of your death?
1: I'm not afraid of my death. You know, death to me is like Christmas. It's like opening presents and, and finding out what it's all about. I mean, it's very exciting. You know, we live in the third dimension and we're in this body and this body, you know, is aging and it will only serve me for so long and it it gets old and it there's aches and pains and and then there's the emotional and the mental aspect of being a human Um, i view dying like christmas i i view it like a a rebirth and and just seeing what is so beautiful on the other side afraid of my the actual physicalness
0: Mm.
1: of how the body will will um expire but as for actually dying no I'm quite excited. I'll have the odd dream where, you know, I'm like, "Am I dead?" And then I'll try to be dead. I'll be like, try to like take a foot into the other side, but it doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's really interesting. You know, um, yeah. you know,
1: without a doubt, I have, I am 100% confident that when we're sleeping, we leave our bodies, mm. and that we astral travel. Is that the word? Mm-hmm. And uh, we go into other dimensions, and um, we visit people in the other, on the other side. I think there's different aspects of us that live in different dimensions as well. Mm. And when we're sleeping, then that's when we come out. Hmm. How does that connect with your beliefs about death? Um, my belief about death is that, is that even though it's death of the body, but not a death of the spirit. But
0: if you have parts of you living in other dimensions, what happens after the part that's here
1: in Earth dies? Then I believe that I would go to, um, I would go home to the light and go home to, you know, the other side. I think energy is so complex that energy, we can be in different places at once. You know, that's just it. I don't have the answers. And that's what's exciting about it. Got it. Yeah. Is there more that you'd like to say about that one? No, I I just feel death's the death of the body. That I will continue to live forever. Mm. that I'm infinite Mm. and I'm also excited to die so I can ask all the questions I've always been asking you know Um, I'll find out if there's God Mm. you know I'll find out where did I come from Uh, what are some of my past lives Mm -hmm. where did I put the TV controller in 1994 I mean I (laughs) do not forget when I've lost things I I don't forget and I'm going to be like what happened to that (laughs) Dawn is leaving her body and suddenly she's reunited with her remote yeah. control. Like, where did I put this and where did I put that? And because it just disappeared. And then I have questions, too. Like, I'm going to ask because I've been in the service industry uh, forever. I'm going to ask, how many people have I served? How many people have I met? How much money have I received? Did O.G. Simpson really do it? I mean, <laughs> what happened to Jolene Ramsey? <laughs> these are things I think about and then I'm excited too because I'll see all my cats you know that have passed over and people that have died Mm. No, I'm pretty excited to die that's pretty clear yeah (laughs) but I'm excited to live too yeah yeah the only thing I'm not excited about is how the body Mm. and you know and of course you don't I don't want to go before my parents Mm. you never do right so Uh, yeah I'll ask a lot of questions you got them already oh, lined up. I hope that when I die, we can go back in time, and I want to go back to the dinosaurs, and go back to certain periods of history. And I be- hope we can go through wormholes and and uh, travel to different galaxies. You know, there is life other than us in the universe, so it's going to be pretty cool. May it be so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Question six:
0: Are there any traditions or practices connected with death which you find meaningful?
1: Well, I don't believe in funerals. I think they are money grabbers. I think it's ridiculous how expensive they are, and and they're morbid. And I was raised Catholic. I'm not anymore. For me, my experience, the funeral is sad and. The orgy music, and I like how we've changed our language and people call it the celebration of life. I guess getting cremated would be meaningful. Why is that? Well, it doesn't take up much space, and you can just get sprinkled in the wind or sprinkled in the grass and go back to, you know, back to the earth. I'm definitely pretty clear about what I want to happen to me when I, you know, die. Just getting cremated having it spread out, having my friends get together and, and uh, you know, celebrating the things about me that they liked and, and just having a party, good food, good music. Mm. You know, I've been to some great uh, celebrations of life where you're happy they died. I mean, <laughs> you know, it's a celebration and you rejoice and, and you leave feeling good, much better than when you, you know, you came to it. Mm. Question seven.
0: If you could ask a source of all knowledge some questions about death, what would you ask?
1: Ooh, what would I ask? Can we travel wherever we want to? On Earth? Other planets? Can we go back in time? Can we help somebody on this plane? Give them comfort? Uh, Help them in their lives and their struggles? Do we come back? Do I get a chance to come back to finish something maybe I never finished? Would you want to come back? Do I have to come back?
0: Ah, you don't want to. You'd prefer to be in the spirit world, traveling around. I, I think so. I, You know,
1: um, I think there's a lot of hardships on earth and a lot of struggles and a lot of conflict. and. You know, I have a lot of things that don't make sense to me. War, famine. Why are humans so mean to each other? Why are we so cruel as a species? Do we have free will? You know, these are some of the deep questions I would ask. But no, I would not come back. No, I wouldn't come back. I would want to stay on the other side and uh, maybe elevate my spirit to a higher, (laughs) ascend higher in my uh, spiritual development. Um, Because it can be quite painful to be a human on this earth. Mm. But if asked, would I come? If I knew I was helping people or helping better someone's life or their journey, I would. And I feel that's what I've done in this life. Is that one of my readings I had years ago in my 20s, it was shared with me that I didn't want to come here. That what I would go through would be very painful and hard. I wasn't jumping up and down to come here but I said I would come. As I get older, I see what my purpose is and I see I'm glad I came. And I have been through a lot personally, but uh, I've triumphed and I've grown and I'm starting to see my bigger picture and I'm able to help people. So in the end, yes, I'm glad I came.
0: My thanks to today's guest, Dawn. Dawn works in a cafe, and the song that we were just listening to is called Meet You on the Other Side by Ozzy Osbourne. You've been listening to 7 Questions About Death. I'm Beth Jansen. If you're interested in being interviewed, or if you have a comment or a question, please get in touch. My email is Seven Questions about death at gmail.com. The seven is a number seven. Thanks for listening.